everybody. So today is my September wrap up. Where did September go? I don't know. It was here. It's gone. It's now October. It's wild. October feels like a very long month though. October and November feel like long months. So hopefully I'll get some books read in those months. Um, I have not been super into reading still. Um, I've just been into lying on my deathbed, basically. It's not getting any better. We're on some pretty hard meds and we're still throwing up, so that's great. Love that for us. Um, This month I read five books, which is a feat, and I DNF'd one book, which technically, honestly, we stopped reading probably a month or so ago, but I included it in this list. And yeah, um, if I'm doing a pregnancy update, what would I say? Like I said, uh, we're on some hard meds. I've tried all of them at this point, I feel like. Um, she suggested mixing them up, so I've been doing that too. Um, my really strong meds, actually, I am almost done with them, and then I'm out. I assume I can get another prescription, but I have a prescription for a different kind, so I'm just going to probably do that for another week until I go back to the doctor, um, which is probably suicide for me, but we'll see. Um, it's just been really difficult. Um, obviously I'm so excited. I I can't even say I'm excited honestly yet because it just still doesn't feel real. It just feels like I'm got some weird illness right now. Um, but like, I know obviously eventually I will be very excited and I have my moments where I feel good. And so then I get really excited and I'm just like telling everybody like, we're having a baby. And everybody's like, did you take drugs? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, we know. Um, But those are the moments that I get to be excited about it because it's just been horrific. Um, I have felt terrible and it has just not really gotten better. Thank God my work schedule is like down hours right now. Um, Thank God that they were willing to go along with it because, I mean, they would prefer that I'm here every second of every day. And so like the less I'm here, the more difficult it is for them, obviously. So Thank God they have been perfectly kind and perfectly accommodating. Um, But I have literally spent most of my time in bed. I spend about half the day literally laying in bed. I'm not watching TV. I'm not reading. I'm literally just laying there. Um, Like, it's just, I'm just laying there. Like, I'll, like, scroll on my phone for a minute and then I'll set it down and I'll just lay there. And, like, it's just, like, a constant, like, I'm literally just laying there and I'm just trying to breathe. Like, I'm just trying to make it. Um, I'm counting down the minutes every time I can take, like, another dose of medicine because it's that bad. Um, my sister and my husband have to physically remove themselves from the house. They have to go outside every time I throw up because I throw up so disgusting and loud and violent. And I'm really sorry I'm repeating that in this situation here. Um, but it has gotten to the point that like they can't even be around because it's bad. And I, like, I can't help it. It's just like how it goes for me. I don't know. Um, I, Typically, I'm actually having like a decent day today, which is why I'm like filming the intro and outro for this a couple days early, but I am like typically not doing great. Like my stomach hurts. I'm feeling like a second away from like death or from throwing up or from whatever. Um, The food aversion thing hasn't gone away. Even with the medicine, it hasn't really gone away. My husband is home 
fingers crossed, theoretically for good now. So he has been making dinner because he is like the one that does that. And I'm literally just like, don't even tell me what you're making. Just make something. I will try to eat it. And I've done okay. Um, I, I, it's just, it's hit or miss, honestly. Um, things that I used to love, I can't, like, I thought for sure, like, a go-to if I was, like, not feeling good, like, I could just go get some, like, french fries from somewhere because french fries is, like, a, a staple. I don't want french fries. Um, I'm done with crackers. I've eaten too many crackers. If I eat another cracker, I will cease to exist. Um, the last time I ate a cracker, I literally had to run to the bathroom because just the thought of them anymore is not okay for me. Um, and yeah, so I'm kind of living off of, I've been eating an apple every day and it's a green apple, which is weird. I don't know. I haven't eaten a green apple since I was like a teenager, I feel like. So I've been eating an apple every day. I have been eating pepperoncinis every day, which is so bizarre. Um, and that's honestly, it's, that's not it, but that feels like that's it. Um, I like drink a protein shake in the morning that sometimes stays down. Um, I kind of have an aversion to meat right now, like meat and chicken, which chicken is like all I lived off of before. So that's kind of difficult. It's like to the point where I'm requesting fish, which is not at all me. Um, uh, my aunt told me that that doesn't go away. So I really hope it does go away because I don't want to, I like meat. The only meat that I'm interested in is bacon. I've been eating the shit out of McDonald's breakfast. Like, I don't know why. And that's like weirdly something that stays down. Like I haven't thrown that up yet. I think if I do, it will be over. But like, I just want bacon with cheese on it is basically what I want. Um, and I, I don't know. So that's pretty much, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really not eating a lot. So I'm just like kind of picking and choosing things. And I'm like, "Mm, I could probably do that. Um, I'm trying to make sure I'm eating every couple of hours though, but it gets difficult when you're like literally seeing it in reverse. Um, it makes it difficult for you to eat something after you watch it come back up. Um, cereal for some reason has been easy for me. Like I always liked cereal. It's like a comfort food for me, I feel like. And, um, that's something that I don't mind if I do throw it up because I drink almond milk. So it just kind of is very cooling on my throat. Um, so that hasn't been that big of a deal for me. Um, that's honestly been my dinner most nights because it's just something like really quick and easy that I know isn't going to bother me. I mean, it, definitely comes back up but it doesn't bother me if it does so that's been fine um I actually my favorite cereal in the whole wide world is Count Chocula and we had talked about it and then I had it stuck in my head and I wasn't sure if I would like it because I've got such an aversion to sweet stuff right now but um my husband found boxes of it at Walmart and he bought a zillion and I've actually been eating that and that has been staying down and that even though it's like chocolatey hasn't bothered me because it's like processed chocolatey probably, um, because all other sweet stuff I'm like not into, which is not like me. Um, I think I mentioned this in one of the clips or at another point in the podcast somewhere, but I think it's a boy strictly because I'm into like salty, spicy stuff more than sweet stuff. Like I don't want anything sweet. Um, that's just a general guess. All of my like wives tale stuff is like back and forth, back and forth. So it it could be twins. Who knows? It's not twins. Uh, it better not be. So, um, yeah, the food aversion thing sucks. And honestly, like, it's like, it's like super, super nauseous 
throwing up and food aversion and I wish like it would be it would be fine if it were one but the fact that it's all of them is so difficult um I uh, also I don't know I think I said I think I did I think I talked about this in a podcast on a different podcast but um I stopped drinking coca-cola a while back like three or four years ago and um it got to the point where recently I've been like if we go out or something I'll get one just because um it just like sounds good with like whatever we're eating or whatever um but I I, I'm not like buying coca-cola I'm not like uh, obsessed like the way I was but so I would like periodically like instead of a Sierra Mist or something I would get like a coke or whatever um, and that is all that comforts this baby, to be perfectly honest. The, the doctor recommended like flat Coke and I've seen like a ton of people say like super sugary fizzy drinks like really help. And wouldn't you know it, the baby is really settled when I have Coke. So I feel like on days that I have Coke, for some reason, I feel like a superpower. Like I feel like I have like this like secret, I don't know, something. And like that's today, like today I don't feel pregnant. Like today I just feel like a normal person but it's because I have a coke next to me right now so it is what it is like I, I'm pretty confident I'm not gonna be like a fiend when I'm done with this pregnancy I'm just getting like fountain coke and I'm just getting it periodically um I know in the beginning my husband was like I kept wanting a coke and my husband was like you cannot have a coke because I really like don't drink a lot of caffeine other than soda periodically um, but I don't drink like coffee and stuff like that. So he was like, really like, you can't have Coke. You're not supposed to have caffeine. And so now I'm like, the doctor told me it was fine. So I'm drinking Coke. Um, so that has been a thing. I'm just like, it was promised, not promised, but like not, not promised that once I got to the second trimester, I would feel better. And that's not happening. Um, so that sucks. I kind of am interested to see what my doctor says when I go to my appointment, because, I would like for this to end because it really sucks. I also have been like super unproductive, which I know is like a thing like in the beginning, like you're not, you're really tired. You're not doing anything, but because I felt so sick, I'm also not doing anything. It's pretty much like I lay in bed all day. I go to work and try to be a functioning human for however many hours I'm here. And then I go home and I like get back in bed. That's pretty much my routine at this point. So I would really like to feel like a person again. Um, but that isn't happening quite yet. I, um, what was I going to say? I feel like I was going to say something. I don't know. I, um, I don't know how you pronounce it. I've looked up how to pronounce it, but anyway, it's HG. I'm a hypochondriac and I kind of feel like I might have some version of that because I'm literally like, I'm like crying reading like people in the Facebook group talk about how they take Zofran, like as needed and I'm like what the fuck do you mean as needed I'm taking it every fucking six hours on the dot like what are you talking about um and so I'm like I'm taking this medicine constantly and I'm still sick (laughs) and I'm like why is this happening and like I've lost weight I feel like I'm like not drinking very much so I'm like slightly dehydrated um and it's just all around not been a fun time And typically, if you have HG, you have morning sickness into your second trimester. um, And it doesn't really let up until about 20 weeks or so. So here's hoping that maybe at 20 weeks I'll feel better. I don't know. Um, I am trying to be positive, but it's definitely like 
kind of killing me at the same time. So that sucks. Um, and also like, I, I feel a little like a monster when I talk about this baby. Cause I'm like, I hate this baby. Like get it out of me. I don't want to be pregnant anymore. Um, I truly don't know if I would have wanted a baby as much if I would have known that this is how it was gonna go because it's very difficult um thank god I have like a husband that is super supportive and I have a family that's been really supportive and understanding because I have been a hot ass mess like I am like crying all the time and I am like just miserable and um I feel like they've all done a very good job of dealing with just me being miserable I'm not gonna cry um but yeah so I feel a little bit like a monster but I feel like it's valid because if somebody knew how bad I was feeling like if somebody felt the way that I was feeling and I know that there are people that do feel this way um I think it's justifiable obviously like we are so excited about this like or will be um and we are so happy that this is happening because we didn't think it was going to. And so I feel a little bit like I sound like ungrateful, but holy shit, it's been rough. So, um, anyway, um, my reading has not been great. It just hasn't. Um, I'm trying to think of like the quality of these books. Like I know like two of them were audiobooks, Um, and then maybe three of them were physical books. So that's like half and half. Um, it's just been difficult and I just, it's not even that I don't want to read. It's that I can't do anything. It's like, I'm just like so unable to just like even do anything. And like watching TV is even like taxing for me. Um, I started watching all the Harry Potter movies and then I never finished them because they were like comforting me. And then I just like just to like lay down and watch it is just like more energy than I have right now. So, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just been a lot. I should have like plenty of free time at this moment to like be watching a shit ton of stuff and reading a shit ton of stuff, but I'm just not doing that. I'm really hoping that like it starts ramping up. Um, I still also haven't read the fucking baby book. So like, thank God my husband's reading his because I'm not keeping up with the baby book because I'm just exhausted. Um, so yeah, so I read five books, DNF one, um, don't know what I was going to say. So let's get into it. Okay. So I'm doing it this way because my memory is complete garbage. Um, I was at the doctor's today and they asked me where my husband works. And I literally had like 17 different words flash in my head and I could not think of what his company's called. And I was like, I know this. I just, it just like vanished from my brain. And then they asked for his social security number, which I also know. And I was like, mixing up the numbers in my head. I finally figured out what his work is called. And I was like, dear God, baby brain is real. So I'm going to do it this way. Today is September 9th and I finished my first book for the month of September, which is so incredibly upsetting. I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. I'll get back to reading someday. I also am starting on my like bullet journal for next year for like reading I'm like so extra and I'm like 
what should my goal be? Because I'm very concerned that my reading is going to take a complete nosedive. And especially once this baby gets here, like, am I going to read books? So I think my goal is 60 books. That's like five a month. I feel like that's a good goal, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm low barring myself and I'll be, um, you know, able to read a ton once the baby gets here because I'll just read to the baby all the time. But um, in the event that I don't ever read, I feel like that's a much safer number than the hundred something that I've been reading. Anyway, um, so the first book I read is Not a Happy Family by Sherry Lapina. I wanted to read this last month. This was my book of the month book for last month, which I was so excited about because I freaking love Sherry Lapina. However, I read this book and then last month I read The End of Her and I just was not impressed with either of these books. And it makes me so sad because I love her books and I don't know if it's because I'm pregnant and I'm just tired and it's just taking me forever to get through them. I started this at the end of August, so it took me about like two weeks to read, which isn't that long comparatively, but it's a decent amount of time. And I just, I just didn't love it. Um, it is about this rich family with three children, like three adult children, and um, the parents are brutally murdered and you're trying to figure out who killed them. And like the whole time like you assume it's one of the kids I feel like Sherry Lapina does a really good job with her like reveals and I feel like this one was just like okay like it just like wasn't that impressive um her epilogues are always great I feel like the epilogue was great um I really I think the the stranger wait what is it it's um the the stranger in the house or a stranger in the house I think um, I think that's my favorite of her books, honestly, purely because of the epilogue. The epilogue is brilliant. Um, so I feel like her epilogues are really good. It's like this like secret twist at the very end where it's like, dun, 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 you thought you saw the last of me, whatever that Emma Roberts um, gif is, <laughs> I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. So they're just like really good, but this book was just like so-so. It kind of gave me the same vibes as the one I read last month where it just felt like it was like, come on, like let's get like something. Like it just didn't feel like they had like, there wasn't like good buildup. There wasn't enough like, I don't know. There just wasn't enough like turmoil and I feel like there normally is. Um, A complaint I had in her last book was that it wasn't enough points of view and I feel like this one was back to her standard like multiple points of view which I liked. Um, It's still like a decently fast read but I just don't feel like it was that great compared to some of her other books that I really liked. So that's a little disappointing Um, but I don't know like overall it's okay. I think it's definitely a book you could skip. I don't think it's important. I don't think it's anything spectacular at all. If you are interested in Cherry Lupina books I would definitely read some of her earlier works except for the couple between us or the couple next door whatever the fuck that is. Read her other books. I think those are good but these last two have just not been great so we'll see and I don't think it's just that I'm pregnant and that's why I'm not enjoying this because I picked up the sixth Harry Potter. I'm reading that right now and I've been enjoying that and I know that's a book I already enjoy so I don't know if that's the reason why I'm enjoying it or if I'm just enjoying it because it's good and I'm enjoying it. Um, But I'm also listening to Pride and Prejudice right now and I'm enjoying that too so I don't think it's that I'm not enjoying books right now. I think it's that I'm just not enjoying Sherry Lapina's books right now which makes me so sad but that's okay. Oh I also forgot to mention but 
multiple times in this book, I caught at least two, if not three, where there was a, like, error where they were, like, talking about someone and then they accidentally named that person that person or, um, like, there was, like, a word flub or whatever, but, like, it drives me bananas when I read a book and I catch a, like, grammatical error or, like, spelling mistake or, like, wrong word where it's supposed to be a different word or whatever it drives me absolutely insane and Sherry Lapina always in her books and I think probably a lot of authors do this but they're like any mistakes in the manuscript are my own like if they've gotten this far and there's still a mistake it's like my own fault which I get like taking on that responsibility because you're the author but at the same time like there's a team of people that reads through this like Give me an ARC for all of these books and I will let you know when you make errors because I catch them every fucking time and it's annoying. Today is September 16th and I just finished Ace of Spades by Faria Abike Mide. Uh, Farida? I think Farida. Um, I'm not looking at the book, so her name was already a little tricky. <laughs> um, yes, it is the middle of September, and I just finished the second book. It's a fucking tragedy, and we're going to go with it. Um, I hated every minute of this book, and it was long as fuck. Everybody that I've seen talking about this on, like, Bookstagram, YouTube, whatever, Katie Coulson read it, gave it five stars. Like, everybody I've seen has given it, like, a rave review, and they've said it was so, so good, and I have been trudging through it, trying to finish it, just because I didn't want to DNF a book that everybody freaking loves, and um, I try not to DNF books by black people because they need all the help they can get, um, and it's just a thing. So I hated it. I hated every fucking minute of it. Um, it is about, okay, so it's compared to Gossip Girl and Get Out, which I've never seen Get Out, so I don't know. It's a scary movie, so not my thing. Um, I think I know the general idea of Get Out, but regardless, it is about this like academy that these kids go to and there's these two kids. It's told from both their point of views and they are being targeted like they're like prefix. So they're theoretically good students and they're being targeted by some ace aces thing which is like a gossip girl sort of thing and it's like putting all their secrets out there and stuff which is whatever in concept but the thing about gossip girl is it's like a whole network of people that they're talking about and like it's all the popular kids and all these people and like you're interested because even if you don't like one person like you're interested in like somebody else's drama it was literally just these two students and it's like, I don't care. Like, the one girl I understood because she was, like, Blair Waldorf incarnate. Like, she is, like, has been, like, prefect every year. She's, like, the head of prefect. She is, like, super, like, she's in, like, every club, every activity. She's, like, super popular and, like, whatever. So, like, I her I get. Like, her, there was, like, multiple different things about her that they were, like, posting. But the boy... There was, like, nothing. It was just, like, continually outing him for being gay. And it was just, like, continually posting him with, like, different people or whatever that he was hooking up with. 
And I was like, okay. And like, this boy has like a bad home life. Like, can we leave this boy alone? Like, he didn't do anything. Like, not that this girl did anything either, but like, she's, she is in that world. So like, it makes sense that that happens to someone like her. But for like this boy, I'm like, he didn't do anything. Like, this is ridiculous. Ultimately, I'm going to spoil the book, but you find out that it's like, they're just targeting them because they're black. Like they're the only two black kids in their school. And it's a thing that's been going on since the 60s or something. And they just continually target two black kids that they let into the school specifically so that they can, like, push them out of the school. It's disgusting. And I get the point of the book, I think. Like, I get the point of talking about, like, how people are still racist today. And, like, this is something that could legitimately happen. And people are, like, trying to correct, like, affirmative action and stuff like that. I get it. I get, I think, like, what she's trying to say. But the execution was so goddamn boring. And it just... I I don't feel like it's realistic. Like, I'm sure... I'm sure it's probably not as unrealistic as I think. Because I just imagine that everything's, like, rosy butterflies. And people are not as bad as they are in this book. Because literally, like, principals are involved. Teachers are involved. Like, every single student is involved. Like, everybody's involved. And it's like, what? <laughs> um. So that was a lot for me. Um, but also it was just boring. It was just boring. It's not interesting when two kids are being targeted. That's like bullying and it's boring and I don't care. Like, I don't want to keep hearing about all of the things that they've done wrong or all of the things that like, whatever, like that's not interesting. And like their lives weren't interesting and them as characters weren't interesting and like they would just like throw in like little tidbits of things like there was this like random aside where this guy was talking about his dad's in jail and it's like that maybe could have been a bigger plot point but it was just like this one small little nugget and like I also feel like both characters like jumped around with their feelings a lot like the girl was like in love with her best friend who was a boy and then all of a sudden she's in love with this girl and then like this boy is like in love with like every single guy he comes into contact with and it's just like what and I don't know I just I absolutely hated it and I just wanted to finish it and um I wish that I could have those hours of my life back to be perfectly honest because I thought it was dreadful um, I don't know why everyone likes this book. I don't know if it's because they think it's like some powerful like like moment and they're like, oh yeah, like this is what's up kind of thing. I don't know. I really don't know. And I also know that like in some of these situations, like I'm not the appropriate person to like give an opinion on these things. So like far be it for me to like step in when I don't belong kind of thing. But I read reviews from other black people that were agreeing that were saying like, that this was a boring book and the characters were really boring and it's like a great effort but the effort sucked (laughs) and like if this is what the author was trying to do like good for the author but like ultimately like they failed and like that's how I feel I just feel like it was super freaking boring and like I didn't care like if this was happening to like a bunch of students I would have cared if this was like even though I think um one of us is lying or whatever that book series whatever um by Karen McManus that book I didn't like for multiple reasons but like at least that was happening to like multiple characters I feel like this was just happening to it was just happening to these two characters and because of that I was just like again 
okay? Like, how many skeletons are in your closet? Like, eventually they're going to run out of stuff. And, like, that's even a thing where they were, like, faking stuff just to get information and just to get, like, posts. And it's like, okay? I don't know. I wish I could understand why everybody liked this book so much, but I absolutely hated it, and I don't recommend it. Sorry. Today is September 18th and I just finished a book and I'm really excited, one, that I finished a book, but two, because I finished this book in literally six hours. It's my book of the month club pick. It's Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. I'm a little annoyed that I just got it, but apparently this is the book that everybody else wanted, so they had to order more and that's why I'm just not getting it, but whatever. But I literally just got it last night. I came home. I read for like two hours last night and then I read for like four hours today and finished it. Like it took me like six hours to read this book. Like I flew through this book. Also, I've been going to bed at like nine o'clock at night and I stayed up until like 1130 reading this because I was like hooked and I like it's been a while since I feel like I have devoted time like that to reading. Like I normally can read like a chapter or something at bedtime, maybe if I'm feeling up to it, but I literally read for like two hours last night and then I woke up and like as soon as I woke up I grabbed it and I've been reading it like off and on throughout the morning and I finished it and I'm so excited. It was so, so good. I have never read anything by Alex Alice Feeney, but I've heard people say that her like twists are really good and like her I guess just like books in general are really good. But I personally have never read anything by her. Um, it was like very much like a thriller. I want to tell you literally everything, but I'm not going to. I'm going to read the synopsis because I really feel like that's all you need to do. And sometimes I accidentally see something in the back. Like, because I always like scan through to see like how long the book is or how much I have left in the book or whatever. And um, I still did that, but I was very careful about not looking ahead because I don't want to see, I didn't want to see any of the like spoilers. I didn't want to fuck anything up for myself. So I managed not to do that. And I cannot stress enough, do not accidentally read ahead. Do not like flip to the back. Do not fuck it up for yourself because it will be completely lame if you ruin it. I think that this book would not be as exciting if you like fuck up the thriller or the plot twist or something um but I'm gonna read the synopsis really quick and for reference their last name is right like w-r-i-g-h-t okay so it says think you know the person you married think again things have been wrong with Mr. and Mrs. Wright for a long time every anniversary the couple exchange traditional gifts paper cotton po pottery tin and each year Adam's wife writes him a letter that she never lets him read until now. Self-confessed workaholic and screenwriter Adam Wright has lived with face blindness his whole life. He can't recognize friends or family or even his own wife, and Amelia is sick of feeling unseen. When Adam and Amelia win a weekend away in Scotland, it might be just what their marriage needs. They both know this weekend will make or break their relationship, but they didn't randomly win this trip. One of them is lying, and someone doesn't want them to live happily ever after. Ten years of marriage, ten years of secrets, and an anniversary they will never forget. I cannot tell you how freaking good this book is. This book is so freaking good and you need to read it right now. Literally, like it's been a while since I read a book that I was like, Phew! and I like flew through it. And like, honestly, like the book is forgettable. I'll probably forget about it. It's probably something I'll never read again. Even though when I got to the twist, it was like the silent patient where I got to the twist and I had to go back and reread the beginning of the book, which does not happen very often. So I think if, if a book has a twist that you have to go back and reread, like, I, I read several chapters at the beginning of this book because I was like, oh, 
holy shit. Um, also, it's kind of funny because there's some stuff in this book that reminds me of my own life. Um, the main characters or whatever, like, um, the guy, like, they're, they're very focused heavily on the guy's career, and, like, that's kind of how we are in my household. Like, we typically move around, do whatever we need to do for, like, my husband's job, and then mine just pretty much is, like, whatever we need to do because like that's not important to me I'm not butthurt about it like the girl in this book is but um there's also talk about how like they can't have a kid which is not a huge spoiler um but there's talk about trying to have a kid and um there's a part where they say like something about being those couples that just like stop trying and have a kid and I was like oh my god that's us that's what happened to us so um there's just like a couple things in this book where I'm like oh shit like that hits like just a smidge too close to home um but in like totally different ways that are not even technically related to ours but anyway also um the anniversary thing is fun because um my husband doesn't like gifts but he tries to buy me like traditional gifts for our anniversary every year which I think is cute um so to go through like the gifts and stuff I'm like oh oh, five years, this is what our, this is what our thing is this year, and stuff like that, so, um, I just think it's really funny, the chapters are short, um, it is, like, his point of view, her point of view, and then her letters, and it's so good, and also, something else that I really liked, um, is there's, like, little breadcrumbs in every chapter that, like, you read the next chapter, and you're, like, oh, wait a minute, and, like, it's, like, references things that happen, like, in previous chapters and stuff, it's so freaking good, I love it so much, five stars, um, again, it's one of those books that you will ultimately forget and it won't be important and who gives a fuck at the end of the day, at the end of the day. But, um, I just feel like it's been a while since I've read a book as fast as I've read this book. And so just the fact that it was like that, like thrilling and enjoyable and just like I shot through it, like I also feel like the writing was pretty well done. Like, um, I have like literally no complaints about the writing or the writing style or like, I have no complaints. Like it was just a good book. Um, so yeah, this was definitely like highlight of the month for sure. Technically today is September 20th, but that doesn't really matter because I think I haven't read this book at all in September. Um, and I don't know honestly the last time we read it, but I'm DNFing Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. I was reading this with the kids. We really like Jason Reynolds. I love Jason Reynolds. Um, he wrote the Ghost, like the track series, um, Ghost, Sunny, Patina, Lou. And we really enjoyed those. So I just grabbed another book by him because I'm working my way through his backlist. I read All American Boys by him and then I was just kind of like working my way through. And this seemed like kind of like a silly one that I thought we could read at like dinner time. But it's basically like little stories inside of a story. And so like every chapter is like someone else's version of events that happened this day that I guess a school bus fell out of the sky. And I'm not sure if that actually happened or if it's a metaphor. But either way, the stories aren't that interesting. Like some of them are like kind of interesting or kind of funny or whatever. We learned about water bears, which are really disgusting little bug-like creatures. Um, and like, I don't know, it's just, it's just interesting, different voices and things like that. But it's just kind of boring and I just haven't picked it up. I haven't read to them in a while. I haven't felt like reading. I haven't felt like, you know, 
books in general. I haven't felt like a lot of things right now. So um, I don't know how much reading would be getting done anyway, but I've had this book out for probably months now and I just feel like we're never going to finish it. Like I don't think the kids super duper love it. And then Michael asked me if we could get the next Nanny Piggins book. So I think he would rather read that. So I think I'll probably get that and we'll read that instead. So I'm just going to take this one back to the library. I love Jason Reynolds, but this one just isn't for me or for them. Today is, what the fuck day is today? The 22nd, I think, of September. Um, I just finished 99 Days by Katie Contugno. Contenugo? I don't really know how to, I don't, it's in cursive. I can read, I promise. Um, I'm also waiting for the boys at school, just chowing on some pepperoncinis like it's nothing. Um, so this might sound weird because the air conditioner and stuff and people are going to look at me and that's okay. Um, so I really like this book. I got it from half price books one day, just like randomly. It was $4.99. We love it. And, um, I think I had never heard of this author until I was trying to do that Gilmore Girls thing and I think one of the books was by this author but I never ended up reading it but anyway um I have been not doing great reading as we all know and so I just went to my book cart and I just like looked and I was like what just sounds like me what just sounds good what do I think I can get through and I saw this book and I was like you know what let's do it because it's like basically the end of summer it's officially fall now and um it's like a summary book um it is about this girl who is like in between two brothers and it's like a whole thing whatever I really really liked it it's like counting down 99 days until she leaves for college and there's this like whole thing that happened this whole scandal and she's just kind of dealing with it all summer but it's just like such a quintessential young adult like summary book that I really really liked it I think I would give it like four stars out of five because it wasn't like amazing and I'll probably never read it again but it was really good um I feel like the writing was really good I'm really curious to read more books by her because her books seem like they are like barely anything that people read. So I'm kind of curious to read more books by her, but, um, I really liked it. It gave me such, like, there were several times when I was reading this that I was like transported back to being like a 15 year old. Like it just gave me those feelings and it just put me like right back in that headspace. And then I was reminded that I'm 30. So all of my like 15 year old feelings were literally half a lifetime ago. Um, and then it started me on this whole kick where like, I met my husband when I was 19. I started dating him when I was 19. And so I was like, God, if I would have known as a teenager, just a couple more years and you're going to meet your husband, like just a couple more years and you're going to meet the love of your life and it's going to be great. Like, it's just so funny. And it's so fun that I've been with him since I was a teenager. Like he loves being like, I've known you in three decades of your life. Like teens 20s 30s like he just loves it um and it's always like really funny thinking about um you know when I'm like 38 or something yeah when I'm 38 and I'll have known him for half of my life like that feels wild but definitely like a couple times in this book I was like wow like I remember literally this exact feeling I remember exactly how it feels to be like heartbroken or I remember exactly how it feels to like have this boy like make you feel this way and whatever and 
Um, it's just like a weird feeling, but it's even weirder thinking about how long ago that was. And then it's, it's like super weird thinking about the fact that just a couple more years, like I met my husband. So it's just a lot of weird feelings happening over here, but it's like the best possible feelings. Um, anyway, and this also has like really inspired me. Like I want to write really bad cause I just feel like I can do this young adult thing so well. Like young adult is my favorite genre. It always has been, it always will be. And, um, I think if I wrote a book, it would probably be young adult. So sorry, Tommy, it wouldn't be about you. I love you so much. Um, but it just like kind of inspired me because the writing makes you feel for the situation. Although I don't love the in between two brothers thing. I I think that's kind of lazy. (laughs) I wish it were just like two guys. I wish it weren't two brothers. I wish it were like two friends, even though that's still kind of like, eh. but, um, the two brothers thing I don't love, but it is what it is. The book was pretty good and I'm happy that I read it. Today is September 29th and I just finished You Got Anything Stronger by Gabrielle Union. This is her second book. Um, She has a first book that's like we're going to need more wine and then this one is like you got anything stronger and she's like basically like the first time I'm like hey like we're hanging out you you know do you have any wine like let's hang out and then now it's like you got anything stronger because like this is about to be real shit. Um, I thought it was so good. I adore Door Gabrielle Union. I love her so, so much. Um, I could not tell you why I love her so much. I just love her so much. I just feel like she is funny as hell and just like super relatable. Um, and I just freaking love her. Um, I think I liked her first book a little bit better. I think the stories were a little bit more, um, like kind of lighthearted but just like more um I mean she talks about her rape in that book so it's not like it's not like that lighthearted but like I just feel like they were like more lighthearted than this I feel like this was a lot more serious um she touched on a little bit like more serious topics and stuff I feel like which is great um this book was also just as good um but I think I like the first one better. I honestly, I mean, that book came out, I don't know, like what, like six years ago or something maybe. So it's been a while since I listened to it. I listened to this one as well. Um, I, you guys know that's my thing. I like to listen to audiobooks by the author if I can, especially when they're celebrities, because that's just fun for me. It's like, they're just like telling me a story. <laughs> um, so that's what I did for this one. It took me like way longer than it typically does. Cause I literally just am not, it doesn't even have to be an audio. It doesn't have to be a physical book. Like, it could be an audiobook, too. I'm just not interested in books right now. It's just a thing. So, I really liked it. There was a whole baby story at the very beginning that was super relatable because she was having trouble having a baby, and they ended up having to get a surrogate, and she felt like she was, like, failing as a woman, and, like, that is so relatable. Like, obviously, I'm pregnant now, but it was something for years that I would just, like, cry about and feel miserable because I felt like... I couldn't do this like super basic thing that women are literally like born to do. Like women are born to do this and I can't do it. And um, so I felt like super like connected to that story, even though obviously randomly I was able to get pregnant. Um, But I felt that feeling for very many years. So I, I felt like I could relate. And then um, she's talking about how they were picking their surrogate and she walked in and the woman was white and she had a nose ring and she's like, Oh, so she's a cool ass white girl. And I was like, I'm 
the nose ring. I'm a cool ass white girl. And then she said something like, oh, like I have your book on hold at the library. And she's like, not only does she read, but she supports libraries. And I was like, me, I do that. And I'm like, Gabrielle Union would love me. Um, I have absolutely, I mean, she, she wouldn't, but I just like, I'm just like, oh, this is great. Like she would think I'm such a cool ass white girl. So that made me super happy. Um, and then there's this other part where her baby was like about to come and she was like, you are a whole ass 45, like get your shit together. Like you, you know, like can do this. Like you can fucking like get it together. Like you can handle having a baby. And that's how I feel because I'm such a planner and I'm so like, I'm, I'm, I literally what I do for a living is take care of children. It's what I've done for the last like 12 years, but there's still something about me that is just like, I can't handle this. I'm not the adult. I, I cannot be responsible for something so small. And it's just like, it's so funny because she's like, you get your shit together. Like you are a whole ass 45. And like, I just need to remember, like you are a whole ass 30 years old. Like you can do this. So anyway, if anybody needs a pep talk or a boost or just wants to hear, you know, it's not a lighthearted, obviously, like she talks about some pretty, you know, intense things, but, um, I just love her and I love her books and, I am so happy. I was, I was worried because I saw it came out and I was like, oh my God, I have to get this right away. And it was on hold and I was like, whatever. And then I actually got it like super quickly. Like I'm pretty sure I put it on hold like a week ago and I got it because her book, it literally like just came out. So, um, she also mentioned Tolstoy and I'm pretty sure the quote that she mentioned comes from Anna Karenina. And so I'm like, is this a sign? Is Gabrielle Union telling me I need to go fucking green Anna Karenina? Like I'll do it. Good God. Um, but yeah, so I really enjoyed it and I'm glad that I was able, I'm also glad I was able to finish it before the end of the fucking month because woof, but yeah, I liked it. So those are the books that I read and the one that I DNF'd in September. Um, I'm currently in the middle of Pride and Prejudice. I'm in the middle of Six Harry Potter and then I also started... Fuck, I don't know, in August, Under the Whispering Door by TJ Klune. I got it before it was out as an arc, and now it's out. So sorry about that, TJ. But um, I actually requested it from the library because it's on NetGalley that I've been reading it, and I hate ebooks, but I also hate NetGalley even more. Um, love NetGalley, but I hate it for the the format of reading books it's just not enjoyable it's like the worst possible like they need to let you connect NetGalley to like your Kindle or something because then I could read it on like the Kindle app and then it would be like a normal book at least on that um also hate NetGalley because they did not get me the Finley Donovan um I think it's Finley Donovan Knocks Him Dead or something I keep forgetting the name of this book, but, um, they declined my request probably because like everybody and their fucking mom is trying to get that book. Um, but so I started reading that. I have not gotten very far into it and I requested it from the library because maybe I can read it in a different format now that it's actually out. Um, I also have about seven books left in my pop sugar reading challenge I was doing really good and then all of a sudden I was pregnant and that was just like not happening anymore I have to read Anna Karenina I'm gonna read Anna Karenina I'm gonna start it I'm gonna start it in October I was gonna read it in September I was gonna devote the whole month but I'm gonna start it 
and we're going to see how it goes because that's going to be the diff- like probably most difficult one. Um, but I listed out the books for the other prompts that I need to read and I requested some of them from the library. So hopefully that will work out. Um, I requested Ninth House by Lee Bardugo and um, Talk Bookish to Me by I Don't Know Who, um, my friend Sarah at Sarah Says. She just read it and she just really liked it and she said it should be turned into a movie. So I feel like that will be a decent book um, and it fits one of the prompts that I still need. So that is great. And I also have, um, oh, I also have the third book in a good girl's guide to murder series. I requested it like the second it was available to request to the library and I got a notification and it was like, you have a hold. And I was like, that's funny because like all of the books that I was holding at the library just like lapsed over and over again because I couldn't just get off my ass and just go get them because I've just not felt good. Um, so I had like all these books come up and then I have literally the only book I have checked out from the library right now is one of the magic Treehouse books I'm reading with Michael. And then I guess the only hold I had left was this book because like 700 people wanted this book. So it's finally up and that's a fun spooky book for the month of October. I also want to look at my like Halloween reads and see if there's any books that I want to read for the month of October because that's always fun and I might do something about that but again we will just be happy if we read any books next month let's just be clear about that so until next time ciao